Welcome to Conviction Hunting, a podcast by Afterwork Ventures. Freedom Bars! Cover the world! Telling me, dreaming. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. It's no secret that the most important early stage investor to win over is yourself. In this podcast, we'll hear from founders about how they built the conviction to go all in on their idea. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Surely you can't be serious. Fasten your seatbelts. I'm Annabelle Acton, the creative director here at Afterwork, a community-powered VC for the next generation of entrepreneurs. As we celebrate Afterwork's first birthday, it seemed like a good time to reflect on some of the incredible progress we've made. In just one year, we've scaled funds under management to 18 million, invested in 14 companies from our new fund, and have grown our community to 100 operators who all share our mission. It also seemed like a pretty good time to learn more about the founding story of Afterwork. In this episode of Conviction Hunting, I chat to two of the Afterwork co-founders, Adrian Peterson and Alex Kaur. I first met Adrian when he approached the firm I was working for, seeking investment. Though it wasn't a fit for that particular company, I was interested personally and started showing up to the weekly community calls. Pretty quickly, I got pulled into the Afterwork vortex as I was routinely blown away by the calibre of thinking, breadth of experience, smarts of the community and general vibe of what they were building. It had been the missing ingredient in my professional life since recently returning home after a long chunk overseas. Alex and Adrian's story of turning Afterwork into their life's work is characteristically strategic and measured with a big dose of ambition. They are just as passionate about why they are building Afterwork as they are about building Afterwork itself. And it's these sorts of characteristics exhibited by Alex and Adrian in spades that are exactly what we look for in the founders we back. I'm Adrian Peterson and I'm a co-founder of Afterwork Ventures. I'm Alex Kaur and I'm also a co-founder of Afterwork Ventures. Afterwork is a community-powered VC fund dedicated to backing the next generation of iconic Australian and New Zealand tech companies. Our motley crew of tech operators and founders are really deeply embedded in all parts of the day-to-day operations of Afterwork as we meet and understand emerging businesses, really build the conviction to back them as their first believers, and then rally our collective resources to lean in and support them as they break through from anomalies to icons. Adrian, can you tell me the story of how it all began? So we've really existed in three distinct iterations, and the first was really very much an after-work hobby project. And we've taken baby steps over four or five years to where we are today, which is definitely a full-time role and very much our life's work. So if we wind back the clock to 2017, after-work was two very distinct groups, and that was me and Alex working together as individual angels, and Mike, Dave, and Adam also working together as individual angels before we even knew each other. So on the me and Alex side of the story, my personal motivation really was driven by having been a founder myself, then finding myself in the corporate world, not getting a lot of energy relative to the amount of energy that I had gotten working with early stage founders and on my own project. And because I knew so many people in the startup ecosystem building cool things, Alex and I came up with the crazy idea why not now? There will never be a better time to start to compound learnings and build an angel investment portfolio that we could carry with us through the rest of our life. And that was really ad hoc in the beginning. And we made many mistakes along the way, but we were also fortunate to invest in some fantastic companies which started to build a track record. 
Once we had been doing this for a little while, we started to realize there was so much more out there in terms of deal flow that we weren't seeing than we were seeing. Because when you're investing in startups, they don't sit on a stock exchange like the ASX, like a public markets investor might have access to. So in order to build the number of opportunities we were seeing and the deal flow that was coming across our desk, we started to spend a lot of time with other investors who were approaching things in a very similar way to us. And when we were diligencing a company that we actually didn't end up investing in, the founder was being diligenced by Mike, Dave and Adam, who then put us in touch. And the rest was really history. We hit it off straight away and started to hang out once a week, sharing deal flow, sharing systems. And this was really the beginning of the community and us coming together for iteration one, which lasted from 2017 to 2019 and was us making investments as separate entities, sharing systems, operating with a really open door policy and inviting people embedded in the startup ecosystem as founders and operators to our Sunday calls. After a while, these people in the first iteration of the community started to really amplify the model that we had put together, which is what Alex described a little bit more. And we were really fortunate that they had the confidence to invest in stepping it up to the next level, which was the proof of concept fund that we invested in out from 2019 to 2021. And this saw us strengthen our track record, really work together for a couple of years in a more formal capacity and develop our track record to become even stronger. And by 2021, we had noticed that we had started to find product market fit through the community-powered model, because if you break apart what you really need to be good at to be an early-stage investor, we think there are four elements to it. It's sourcing the opportunities in the first place, and our community was helping there. You need to make good investment decisions and select the right companies to invest in. And the community was also really helping us there, because they had been on this startup journey they had this functional and industry expertise to help us accelerate to a really good understanding of the businesses that we were working with. And also because they were a couple of steps ahead of the founders that we were investing in, they were able to help propel them forward, which made us a good option to the founders that we wanted to invest in, even though we were severely undergunned and only investing $25,000 at a time. So while all of this was happening, our track record started to come together through those first two iterations, we were really spending too much time to be holding full-time roles. And that is really what gave us conviction to launch a much larger fund last year, which we've been investing out of since August last year. We've actually made 14 investments and we've scaled the funds under management to nearly $20 million now. Very impressive. Before we go on, I have to ask, does that founder know that he is responsible for creating Afterwork? He definitely does. And it's such a, to to close the loop, he actually ended up investing in us, even though we passed on the investment many years earlier. So Alex, how did you build the conviction to go all in? So as Adrian alluded to in his story, we've really benefited from having an incremental approach to building Afterwork. So for me, there was no real one aha moment. However, if I reflect back, I really think about kind of three big things that really gave me the confidence that Afterwork was the right decision for us at this point in time. 
So the first was the amazing caliber of the community of operators that we had been able to coalesce around after work. This was something that happened super organically, particularly in the earliest days, and which we really came to understand as something incredibly unique to Afterwork and something really special that we were beginning to create. The second was the great reception and validation we saw from the market when we finally did come out of stealth mode and began to tell our story into the world. I think it's really easy to spend a lot of time talking to yourselves or in your own professional circles. So getting that external validation can be hugely valuable. And the last, and perhaps most importantly, was a series of internal reflections on the journey we were on at Afterwork. And in particular, that we would kind of consistently look back every six months and to a certain extent continue to do so with kind of embarrassment or dismay about how naive we were at the time and how much we've learned since then. So it really was the realization that if we could keep up that pace of growth, then Afterwork had the potential to be a serious contender in the early stage investment landscape. Awesome. Adrian, what about you? Can you talk us through the moment when you quit your job? Yeah, it was probably less clear cut for me than it was for Alex. I was actually not in a full-time role and was in the job market throughout this whole process. And that obviously takes a lot of time and attention to find a role that you think is a good fit for you. And in my downtime was just spending more and more time on after work. And as we were building more and more conviction in what we were doing at after work, I just started to devote less and less time and attention to finding a new role until it became clear to me that I didn't need to go out and find a new role because we had created one for me by just continuing to push after work forward one step at a time. So when you look at the business now, what are your current priorities? I think relatively unsurprisingly, I spend a lot of my time within Afterwork thinking about making great investments and how we can do a really great job for both the investors in our fund and also the founders we work with to help manifest our portfolio companies into that next generation of tech startups. We're really benefiting from a moment in history in Australia and New Zealand of there being lots of interests and money flowing into the early stage, which we think is incredibly exciting and is really kind of creating the, the infrastructure and the foundations for what we predict to be a huge amount of success over the coming years. And, and so really it's about making sure we can carve out Afterworks role within that kind of investment landscape. Adrian, what about you? What are your current priorities? So if I reflect last year, I'm really proud of what we achieved. We scaled our funds and raised our first professional fund. We grew the community to more than 100 people. And we made 14 investments after the first close of our fund, which happened in August last year. And if I think about the way that we went about that, it was very much hustly. We were doing anything within our power to get these investments across the line and to get funds in the door. And it very much felt like the zero to one or pre-seed or seed stage part of the journey that we go on with many of the companies that we back. Now, going into this year, I think a huge priority for us is to think about things more like our founders might do it, the, the seed or series A or even series B stage, where we need to think about laying the infrastructure to be able to scale after work into what our full vision for it is over the next 10 years. So I'm doing a lot of thinking about how we can lay the infrastructure to be able to grow the company. 
of course, on the investment side and also as a team and continue to bring funds in the door in a way that we can deploy it in a way that's going to generate outlier returns for our investors. So we are hoping to close the fund in the next few months and get fully down into the deployment mode before we begin to think about raising subsequent funds to continue to back our companies throughout their lives. Where do you see after work in 10 years? So I think we're relatively unashamed about looking to build a generational world-class VC and continue to make our mark as an investor of choice in the early stage startup landscape. Otherwise, one of the greatest things about the last few years of Afterwork has been coalescing this amazing community around a shared mission to believe in and back the next generation of tech startups. And so looking forward into the next 10 years, our ambition is really to continue to turn Afterwork into the most straightforward mechanism for the universe to manifest the kind of collision of the greatest minds in the startup and tech ecosystem in Australia, New Zealand and beyond. And of course, our business model is to wrap an investment business model around this so that we can continue to play a key role in the next batch of generational companies we believe are being created in Australia as we speak. And we're really excited about the opportunity to do that because we think the ecosystem has hit an inflection point and the number of companies that look like Canva in 10 years is going to be much larger than it is today in Australia. So this really looks like doing a really good job of investing our investors' money in our current fund and then continuing to raise fund after fund so that we can continue to back these companies that we are partnering with now throughout the rest of their life and play a really key role in their success. Any advice to founders looking to take the plunge? For me, it's just do it. If I reflect on our own journey at Afterwork, we spent so much time prior to launching the fund, kind of endlessly thinking out every edge case and strategizing ad infinitum. So eventually the time just comes when there's more to be gained by pressing go and taking that leap of faith and it it tends to be earlier than you think it is. Yeah, I think my favorite investments that we make are where we are at the point of departure where a founder is looking to invest at the same time that we are looking to invest our money. And that's a much bigger investment for those founders than it is us. It's our business model builds in a portfolio aspect for it. So we're diversifying our risk across many bets. So you do really need to have a much higher degree of conviction as a founder to go all in. But also you have more time to think about that and it might be your calling. So go for things which you are passionate about and you really feel like they are your life's work. Just make sure that you are thinking about the key things that you need to prove that you can move the needle on on the next six to 12 months and make the units of progress sufficient to convince yourself that you're on the right track to creating something sustainable if you want it to be sustainable and if you want it to be venture scale, then for it to be venture scale. For more information on Afterwork, head to our website at afterwork.bc, follow us on LinkedIn or drop me an email at bella at afterwork.bc. 